This is Harry Murray at Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's look at some of the bass and trout fishing that we can normally expect in November. Personally, it's one of my favorite of all months for both bass and trout. Many of the large bass move into the back eddies to take advantage of the protection from the current. These are big back eddies, might be anywhere from 20 to 50 or 60 feet in diameter. They might be 5 to 10 feet deep. They're usually, the ones I fish here locally, I'm talking about the North Fork of the Shenandoah, and I'll be glad to show you where they are. The, my favorites are the ones that form on the side of the river where the current is slowest, and it'll be below a very, very heavy riffle. Now, you and me, you got a heavy riffle shooting down. We'll say you're going down the river. You're in your boat. There's a heavy riffle shooting down on the right-hand side. Over on the left-hand side is where I've got my great big back eddy. The bass move in there for two reasons. One, they are packed with food. And the other reason they're back in there is they can get away from that powerful current. I catch most of my bass back in those places on the Conehead Marauder in size 4 using the black, the olive, and the pearl. They are very, very effective back there. These bass are bigger than the average bass you're going to find on the river. I, with the depth I'm fishing and the size of these flies and the size of the bass, I find I want to set that hook with a very, very strong line hand zap and a stiff rod pickup because you're down deep you want to sink that hook in deeply using barbless hooks anyway but you want to hook those fish deeply i usually use a sink tip three line or a fast sinking headline either one will help you get those flies down on the bottom and you just want to swim them right along the stream bottom so that's the smallmouth game and it's worthwhile and it goes on all this coming month now let's look at the trout deal november produces some of the best blue-winged olive hatches of the entire season many of the rich pennsylvania streams give me fantastic blue-winged olive fishing and it rivals some of the very best in the Montana streams, for instance, on the Yellowstone or Nelson. I normally get my best hatches from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. Now, I'm talking about Pennsylvania or even in Montana. My son's in Montana right this very minute. He'll be expecting the heaviest hatches on those ollies around 2 to 4, but or snowing like crazy on him, so he'll have good hatches all day long. Okay. On overcast days, where it's kind of drizzly, heavy overcast, all that kind of stuff, you could have the hatch all day long from, say, 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning till, till dark that evening. My favorite flies for these are the Mr. Rapidan Parachute Dry in about a size 16 or 18. 
CDC Blue Winged Olive Dry 1618 and the Mr. Rapidan Soft Tackle Olive in about a size 16. These are big fish. They feed aggressively. And when you've got these overcast conditions, they can just be wonderful. One day on the Yellowstone, it just snowed all day long. And the olives were hatching all day long. Standing in the middle of the river, whichever way I turned and walked, I was within casting distance of at least 20 uh, rainbows feeding down in the tail. This is right down below Livingston. And it's fantastic fishing. Just old Marinero said it right on the money. Don't overlook the little ollies because it can be terrific. Uh, if I can help you find these places, stop in. I'll go over with you, show you the flies we're using. If you have any questions on any of this, just give me a call. Or better yet, stop in here and let me go over the maps with you. But don't overlook those back eddies with the smallmouth bass. Back when I was a youngster, they had all the big fish contests was going on this time of the year. And they caught a lot of big fish. Thank you a whole lot for listening, and if I can help you anyway, just let me know.